Before we get into today's episode, just wanted to remind you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and get affiliated with members that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot co. There we go. On today's episode... Tyler and I both have Age of Calamity. We played a lot of it. We talked a lot about it. Sorry about that the past couple weeks, but it's kind of been in the news. We do have other stuff, though. Animal Crossing New Horizons did get a Game of the Year nomination and an update. And Pokemon Gen 4 remakes are back up on the horizon. So, hope you guys enjoy. Happy Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving week. Be safe if you guys are traveling. And enjoy the episode. on everybody welcome back to another episode of the switch it up podcast episode 16 of season two my name is tyler and i am joined as always by my co-host holy moyer on this wonderful monday uh afternoon now uh how are you doing my friend how's 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 it hanging it's officially thanksgiving break so that's always good news so we're down to the nitty-gritty when it comes to the collegiate semester one more week of classes and then finals, and then it's about it. But other than that, you you know what I've been up to. <laughs> yeah, we a lot a lot of gaming, a lot a lot of gaming. Exactly. Uh, there's not much to say on my front. Uh, besides, I have been doing nothing but playing uh, a certain game that just came out, as well as getting a haircut. But literally, that's literally the only time I think I've stepped outside. <laughs> other than playing this damn game yeah so. no that's it's 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 a good game that's what i was it, to say <laughs> that it is and we'll be, we'll be diving into that uh in a bit more detail here soon but uh if you have For, anything else you want to talk about or, or unless you want to just jump right into it no we can jump right into it um okay we're gonna break this up into uh non-spoilers and spoilers so this right here is the non-spoiler section yeah and i'll repeat it when we get there but we'll let you know we're doing spoilers there'll be time codes in the description you can skip ahead if you want to we have other stuff planned besides just Hyrule warriors yeah so So, where to begin Hyrule warriors i think we should start with i mean i think most of this non-spoiler set it's going to be fairly short because there's not a lot we can talk about uh, without spoiling the game, but I feel like gameplay is something that we can touch on uh, in okay, this section. Yeah. So, what what did you think about the gameplay? Because this is your first Warriors game. This is my first Warriors game, and I think it's perfect for what this game is trying to deliver. 
with the story front. The gameplay's fun. It's fast. It's exciting. The missions are long. Uh, my eyes get strained because there's so much going on on the screen. I don't know yeah. if you feel the same God, way. I know it. I feel exact. I was just thinking about that before I got in the car. I'm like, man, my eyes. Yeah, but it's hurt. a ton of fun. It's a ton of fun. It doesn't take away from the experience at all. Yeah. The characters are all unique in their own way. Uh, there's movesets I like. There's movesets I don't like. But, yeah, no, for the game, the gameplay front, it's it's different for me. And it's really exciting and fast. And I have, I'm having a blast with it. So I know this is your second Warriors game, but does it hold yeah. up or is it better than the first one? Uh, it definitely holds up. I can't say much in terms of comparing the two because they're, you know, rather similar, being from the same team and all. But uh, and, and I and I also haven't played the first Hyrule Warriors in a while. But yeah, just from this game alone, it's crisp, it's fast, it's it's very refined. Uh, there, I haven't really run into a lot of quirks. Uh, where I would have like an issue with the combat in any way. Uh, like you said, all the characters feel unique. There's absolutely, there's pretty much zero overlap in yeah. any character. Uh, like sure. Some combos can like do the same thing between characters, but you know, they all feel really unique. All the move sets are really, really fast and dynamic and flashy and they are you know, everything you want out of a Warriors game. It really makes these it may, really makes you see these characters in a new light. You know, like seeing the link from Breath of the Wild do shit in this like he yeah. does in this game would be nuts. And then we also obviously this is the first time we get to see, you know, full fleshed out abilities of some characters from Breath of the Wild, like the four champions uh, and uh, even Zelda with the Sheikah Slate, uh, etc. Yeah. yeah, to see them fleshed out a bit, uh, at least with what you know the capabilities of what they can do. But yeah, gameplay, just the core gameplay of it, really good. Uh, I want to talk to you about the, uh, I guess the mission side mission structure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know the progression, the upgrades, anything along those lines you want to touch on. It's the side missions as you progress throughout the story. There's just so much stuff to do with side missions. There's so there's much, so content. much, and stuff from like one that I have resources for, and I, and like like all like still like there's still stuff I don't have. But doing the side missions is definitely helpful because they will give your characters bonus hearts. They'll upgrade their power gauge. It'll give them more combos. So you definitely want to take the time to do the side missions, the side battles and stuff. And plus, they're fun. You get Again, you just get to... All we wanted was a game that you can play as the champions, experience them in a new light. And I feel like just doing that lets you do it to its full potential. Yeah, I mean... Personally, I think my expectations for this game were blown so far out of the water. Just with what I was expecting the game to do, maybe not necessarily in you know quality or other yeah. things, but just in the scope that this game is, completely took me by surprise. But yeah, there's a lot of content. There's a lot of resource management as well. There is a uh, lot of resource management. You especially link. Yeah, um, you know, there's resource management. I guess Link because he has like three different play styles, right? Yeah, uh, and you have to manage all your weapons and. Uh, rupees are not unlimited in this game. No. I have, I run out you of rupees quite. Quick. I run burned through, through them quick. real fast. Uh, I've never gotten to a point where like, oh, I'm literally unable to pro- to progress unless I do another side mission to get more rupees. I've never gotten Cause, there. Because I do after each main mission, 
the map gets just absolutely littered with all new icons and new side missions. Mm -hmm. And I try and do all of the side missions on the map before I do the next uh, thing. And and doing that got me, uh, you know, pretty well uh, prepared as far as, you know, resources go. But then again, I was really only focusing on one or two characters. Yeah. If you want to spread out your playstyle to, you know, a bunch of characters as you get them, you're going to need to grind because you're yeah. not going to have enough resources to, no, to get not. them all up to snuff. Uh, at least not all at once. But yeah, I think I like the progression a lot. I do too. Uh, the upgrades and the con- whenever I see like an, you know, link bonus combo, I get super excited to see, yeah. you know, what it is. Uh, you know, if it's a strong attack or it's an extension of the Y combo. The combos are insane with all the characters, really. All, I mean, yeah, they all, all awesome. feel good. Like every single one, Link is obviously my favorite. B- all forms, pretty much. Uh, I use obviously I use the regular sword and shield. Yeah. Uh, for most of the game, because the, I don't know, it's just it's just it's really a, strong. It's, it's his go-to essentially. Yeah, it's his go-to. It's really easy to use. It's great at uh, crowd control and single target damage, which I think is how. Uh, I'm probably going to rank these like characters mm-hmm. if we ever do that. Their capabilities on yeah. like we can later. Yeah. yeah, we can later. But anyway, progression, all that stuff. That's that's an A plus for me. They did a really good job with it. What else can we talk about? You did say you did say something that I want to mention. The biggest, I guess I'll say the biggest problem with Fire Emblem side missions were the maps. Is that they're recycled so much. There's yeah. hardly any. Recycle yeah, there, maps in there this are game. There so are so many, many and they're so all so good. Yeah. And they're all so good. Really, I I did not expect them to go all they they really put a lot of work into this game and you can feel it, which is again, you know, a good indication of a game being good if you can feel the love and care that went into it. Yeah. Uh, you, you can tell they work closely with the Zelda team. Like they Yes, said they, exactly. Uh I also learned recently that uh, there are idle animations for characters, mm, which are. is weird in a game where you are literally always moving, but they still put that in just to be that little extra detail. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So, you know, there's all sorts of little things like that. I will say there are a lot of secrets to find uh, on the world map. Uh, obviously, by doing side mission. Also, if you do side missions, one thing that may annoy you is if you're doing what I did, completing all the side missions before you go yeah, on to the next one. Sometimes when you complete a side mission another one will show up or like uh, yeah. two of them will show up and i'm like god damn it <laughs> yeah it, it they all they all but, fall within sequence of one another so if you complete one like two more unlock if you complete those two another one might unlock but it eventually stops until you progress throughout the story yeah until you progress to the next uh, thing and they're all optional you don't have to do them but uh i recommend personally they helped me a lot uh keeping my characters all topped up in levels uh and such uh cutscenes are beautifully done oh yeah cutscenes are amazing they paint they paint light on the characters that are that's really nice you do have some champion to champion interaction not a ton not as much as i was hoping for it's more so focused around zelda which it should it's called the legend of zelda but yeah and they're still they're still they're still nice there's still nice light shed onto them and you get to see them in a new scope and it's just Mm -hmm. it's refreshing yeah uh there's m- honestly more there's character interaction there, than, yeah, I, than I thought there would be, which is a plus for sure. Uh, definitely between Zelda and Link and uh, 
you know, even the characters just individually without uh, bouncing off each other are great. Uh, this is our first voice iteration of Master yeah. Koga. With, he's and he awesome. Is, he he's is, awesome. was executed perfectly. He steals the show in any scene he's in. It's so good. But yeah, Master Koga was great. The champions are all great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zelda, a really great performance. Yeah. From her. Uh, what is her voice actor's name? Patricia Somerset's her name. That's the one. Yeah, she really did a she did a phenomenal job the entire way through. Uh, I Link's think voice actor it, killed it. I was about to say to he's real consistent, so really no worries there. Very good. Um, but yeah, this, the uh, I was about to say character work, obviously not the usually not the main focus yeah. of uh, a game like this, but they honestly put a decent amount of it in still. Uh, that. I'm satisfied with it, you know, like yeah. that. This is the amount that I expected, or actually, this is more than the amount I expected, mm-hmm. and it's an amount I'm comfortable with. So, on that front, I think we're good too. Uh, if in case you haven't noticed, we kind of like this game a little bit. A little bit, it's good. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, uh, what is your uh, overall? Because I've, because I don't really think I've asked you your overall feelings of. We'll save that. We'll save, we'll that, save that for, that for the end. end. Yeah. So okay. I do want to. I do want to mention three things I've written down here. Okay. There is. I have come across frame rate issues, but that's just because yeah. there's so much going on the screen. There's there's so much activity. It was it's impossible for any engine to keep up with it. So it doesn't take away from the experience, but if that does bother you, there is some frame rate issues, especially with like special attacks. There is like mm-hmm. Urbosa's special attack of a frame rate drop like every single time, but it's yeah, not it's, that, it's, it's less, not a huge deal to me. Yeah, there's less frame rate drops than the demo for sure. Yeah. And the game very rarely like forces you into situations where there's just so much on screen that you yeah. can't handle it. Yeah. But you know, I, it is still there. But honestly, lag is just literally a mainstay in every mm-hmm. game for every me game since ever. I've been since I've been born. So yeah, Breath I think of the Wild I'm, is frame rate. Everyone, every game is frame rate. Drop. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty null to it. So and yeah, <sighs> this it's close, but this soundtrack. Oh my. God, it's dude. it's neck and neck with Three Houses for me. I think Three Houses is my favorite soundtrack ever because I have downloaded songs from that soundtrack onto my phone. Yeah, it's oh, every song in this game is oh my gosh, so good. I turn up my volume every time. Usually when I'm playing video games, I like listen to something else on my phone, like a podcast or something. Uh, no, the phone goes away. I yeah, <laughs> I, I kick up the volume to twenty, and I I'm hearing everything that's going on. The soundtrack is perfect i love it I, so much i couldn't agree more one of the main criticisms of breath of the wild was you know it's, it's lack of it's, it's definitely lack of, of that wilds. Yeah. of that classic zelda heroic soundtrack uh obviously i give that a pass because of what Different they were trying to do too. with the world and the you know the the atmosphere they wanted to build and there are still some really good tracks in it but this it's just bombastic epic music the entire time no matter what stage you're on, incorporating themes from Breath of the Wild into a more energetic form and just knocking it out of the park completely. Mm-hmm. So presentation on this game, incredible, really good. I wanted to ask you about the graphics. I, w- okay. I want to see if you had, if you had any, because obviously it's very similar to Breath of the Wild with cell shading yeah. and stuff, but in some battles, you know, some... Uh, I think it's a bit more of like a sword and shield situation where some yeah. things are a bit more low res because probably no one would pay any mind to it in the yeah. heat of battle. 
personally never bothered me. I just wanted to see if you had any, you know, because uh, I've heard some chatter on it. I wanted to see if you had any strong feelings, yay or nay. I have no, I have no problems with the graphics. We've been over this a hundred times, but in the same sense that you give Breath of the Wild a pass for its soundtrack, I give this game a pass for its graphics because yeah. we always talk about gameplay over graphics, and we just got ta- we just got done talking about how the gameplay is incredibly energetic and fun to do. Mm. There, but I still think the graphics are pretty good for a Dynasty Warriors game. Like they're not hor- they're they're good, but it's just like they're not up to the level of Breath of the Wilds. Nor should they be. Completely different engine, completely different concept. It's just a different style of game. It's more focused on the action pack. I guess focused action pack and now story because they work so closely with the Breath of the Wild team. But yeah. I have no problems with the graphics at, at all. Yeah, I mean, in the cutscenes, it's just Breath of the Wild cutscenes. So yeah. Really exactly, good. Yeah. And again, in battle, I didn't really notice it at all. And if anything, they looked really good uh, to me anyway. I was just curious to see uh, if yeah. you had anything because I heard a last, chatter on that before. Last thing I have before we get into spoilers. I don't know. This is weird for a prequel, and I texted you this, but you need to play Breath of the Wild to understand anything that goes on in this game. Yeah, I mean... Seriously, if you don't play Breath of the you Wild, you need to know. You need to know of what goes on in that game, like in detail, to understand what goes on here. We talked about in the first episode, I think, speculating on this that, or at least uh, the first episode after the demo came out, yeah, that the story just kind of plops you in uh, mm-hmm. immediately without really There's any big setup. And if you're completely new to the Breath of the Wild universe, you are going to be kind of confused as to what's going on. Yeah, you're not going to like the game. And it plops you in there because as we went along, I think you and I both pieced together, okay, this is built for someone who has played Breath of the Wild. Yeah, which I appreciate. I think you can still enjoy... I think you can definitely still enjoy this game for the gameplay alone, even if you haven't played Breath of the Wild. But is just the experience is so much more magnified when you are Mm -hmm. a fan and you know know, the, the main plot points... Yeah, it's I feel like it's definitely there's a lot of uh, fan service and little winks and nods and nudges yeah. from the developers towards those who have played Breath of the Wild, obviously because it's a prequel game. So I feel like that's yeah. kind of how it should be. All right. And that's going to be it for non spoilers. So we're going to we're going to wait here for a little bit for you to give you some time to skip ahead. So skip ahead if you don't want to hear spoilers for Age of Calamity. All right, have like intermission music. All right, you're yeah, have the brief intermission music. All right, if you're still here, we're spoiling it. This is where the, this is where the, uh, the locks get dropped. This is where the restraints, restraints are broken. We were debating on doing a spoiler section, but it's our show. Fuck it, we can do what we want. And I'm not sure we can hold this. Okay, here we go. Where, where do we even begin? This isn't canon. It cannot be possibly be it canon. No, 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 no. We are, definitely, we are definitely in an alternate uh, We are in an universe. alternate universe. For context, is, I have finished the game. Colby I'm is like a few missions off. I'm damn yeah. close. So, yeah, we've spent the entirety of the weekend playing this game. Yeah. Just so okay. we can talk about it. So, so Egg... Let's talk about Egg real quick. Because can, Egg... Does he stay on the keychain? Is he good? He stays in the keychain, yeah. Okay, Egg, you you actually haven't gotten to probably the biggest reason he stays in the keychain. So oh, okay. But anyway, egg he's already is, he already has some good reasons. We'll yeah, egg. We need to talk about egg. Okay. Because the little egg is integral to everything. He is. I'm. I am. I am. This hand motion is going to stay there for a while. But so 
obviously, we got time travel. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure the entire game up to a certain point, people who have played Breath of the Wild are wondering, like, when is shit going to hit the fan? Because for most of the beginning of the game, besides the fact that people know that this thing came from the future, yeah, time travel doesn't really affect the normal goings-on of anything. It just kind of puts more pressure on Zelda. Chapter 5 is when it first affects something. But yeah. So far, there's no there's no butterfly effect up to for for a good I'll say ten hours of the game. There's no butterfly effect. Yeah. There's there's real there's no big butterfly effect. Uh, there's like illusions that something's gonna happen. There's there's a lot of tension that's building up, and I believe that tension comes when the calamity hits, which is not on Zelda's seventeenth birthday. I was about to say, it actually comes. Before Zelda even goes to the spring, Mount Lanayru, yeah, and I think they faked this out in the trailer because I think they showed the champions at Mount at that spot. I was about to say there's definitely a scene where and I'm like they 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 did they make that to like just put it in a trailer? They I think they did. Yeah, Nintendo guys, Nintendo hid what so much. <laughs> Nintendo did not tell us anything about this game. Everything because... in the trailer was like up to chapter three. That's it. Yeah, that's all so... they shown. So, Link so and Zelda and Impa must escape from the castle. castle. Yep. And Ch- we're chapter five. Yeah. Rome seemingly dies uh, in an explosion that he's happens dead. off screen. So he's dead. Yeah, he's he's dead. But uh, he like sacrifices himself to get yeah, everybody he, else. He tells out of Link there. to get her out of there. Like, and he's like, you know your duty. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna die. He, hey, he did wield that claymore. He did. He, he did got... wield that claymore. I was so excited, dude. I was like, <laughs> did you yes, think he was, finally. He, he was going to mess him up. I, I definitely thought it was going to be like, you can now play as King Rome boss from his Hyrule. Oh, wait. You can play as Hestu, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, so remember that mysterious eighth character? <laughs> it's just the tree. It's Hestu. You get to play Hestu. as Hestu. <laughs> Dude, that yeah. revelation when I texted you was... I, I, I found out before you, so I'm like, there's a nice surprise coming. You're like, okay, and you're just like, you can now play as Hestu. What a line. <laughs> I saw Hestu had, you know, a health bar, and he I that's saw him, like, throw was. one punch. That's what I was like, too. I'm I was like, like no. Because the, the scene before he really was playable is awesome. Hestu is greatly voiced, Dude, too. He's Hestu perfect. is such a treat as well. Even the side characters are so good in this game. But All the voice acting is very well done, but we can continue. So Hestu yeah, is the so, eighth playable character. Anyway, skipping back to the Escape from Hyrule Castle, the Calamity comes early, which is the first sign that we are not in, in, yeah, in, canon. A, in a parallel world, universe, whatever. But then... You know, Zelda is just lamenting, absolutely, just absolutely. It's a similar, it's a similar por- part to like the memory despair in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, very when, when they were running through the forest, that's very yeah. similar to that. Except, you know, Impa's there. Impa's there. Yep. But the Guardian does something. He like shoots a beam in teardrop the sky. Hits, teardrop hits the Guardian, and he yeah. shoots a beam in the four directions. A lot, again, a lot similar to the Champions Ballad, where. The little weapon breaks up and shoots in the four different directions. Same he also, thing happens here. He does the same sound that he did at the beginning of the game when he opened the time portal for the first time, and there are similar effects as well. But we don't really see anything happen. It just kind of happens, and then Zelda looks over at Vaughn Meadow, 
still has the blue light, even though there's malice coming off it, and she thinks, oh, there's still a chance. So that's when the, yeah, the so gang the, is the like, all right, you gotta go corrupted. and you gotta go to the best mission in the game and go save the champions who are trapped in the Divine Beasts. Champions are so, getting their asses kicked, and it was revealed that they got their asses kicked. <laughs> they got their asses whooped by these blights. Blights that another sign different. around. They're different. Yeah, they're different. Uh, they look different. Their movesets are different. Their colors are different. But, you know, they still Thunder. have the same general what's, body shape as the ones we know and love. What's the same is that Thunderblight's still the hardest. Yeah, Thunderblight's still uh, kind of an ass. Act- Windblight is actually... He's tough, too. He gave Windblight's me a lot too. of trouble. He's tough, too. But, yeah, so we actually get cutscenes of them fighting off their, their blights. And yeah. they're, as we said, like... If you play Breath of the Wild and you're wondering how those fights went, like, oh, maybe Urbosa, like, it was neck and neck. No, it wasn't. Yeah, they got it was it. ugly. It, it, they got they got messed up. It was bad. But, but yeah, after, after the castle mission, there are two main missions you can choose from. And one where there's Naboris and uh, Meadow that you have to go. The, there, the two Divine Beasts are actually in the same place, so you get yeah. to go through this huge map and save them both. Which... Uh, both Urbosa and Rivali. And then, obviously, convenient. this other... Very convenient. Obviously, the other one is Rudani. Ruta and Rudani. But yeah. do you want to do the honors of telling the people what happens? So Where literally, the top where this game just exploded and the story just went completely it gave, haywire. It gave me goosebumps. I jumped out of my bed. I actually pausing and like, what is going on? <laughs> so as we mentioned too earlier, like in each of the four scenes, the champions are about to die. Like they're yeah. about they're about to die. I think Urbosa's about to get like stabbed. Like. Drew's about to get lit to a crisp. Mifa's about to get hit by a Krinosis, like, yeah, like a, that, that was brutal. Yeah, and then, then Rivali's about to get, get shot. Yeah, Rivali gets shot out of the sky. And then the egg is like, I'm able to time travel, so let's just spread the love a little bit. And Sidon, Yonobo, Teba, and Riju fall into the Divine Beasts and save the champions. They save the four champions, and they fight against the Blights, which buys you enough time to board Link into each of the Divine Beasts because there's two separate missions. Yeah. And you get to fight the Blights three-on-one with both the champion Link and the champion from the future. And the descendant of the champions. <sighs> Holy shit. So, like, again, I knew something was up because the egg just shot a beam into the sky and then nothing came of it in that cutscene. Yeah. And then I was ready. I was like, oh, shit. Like, the champions are gone. They're going to die right now. And then you see the poor... There, you just see a portal open up in, in their respective cutscenes. Uh, my... I think my first one was... I, I did Rivali and Urbosa first, and I think you save... Well, I think the cutscene happens... I think you save ha- Urbosa. Yeah, you save Urbosa first, but I think the cutscene happens both at the time, so I'm pretty sure the first thing I saw... There's just a shit ton of arrows flying out of this time portal. Oh, yeah. I saw... And I was like, what? And then Teba comes in, and I did the same thing as you. I jumped out of my seat. I was, like, talking to myself. I, I was like, holy I did, shit. I did Mifa and Daruk first, and the first thing I saw was fucking Trident come flying <laughs> out. And it was Sidon, and he's dual-wielding Tridents. He's I'm like, dual-wielding light scale like, Tridents. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? What a more badass entrance is there? There the thing is, is I was actually, I did the first mission first with Teba and Riju saving Urbosa and Rivali, and then I took yeah. a break because I had to go drive somewhere. And I was on my way back, I was like, oh my god, so 
Riju, Teba, Yanobo, Sidon. <laughs> like Sidon was the one. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna get to see Mifa again. Yeah, so it actually kind of hinted to it before you went into the mission because it had Link and like yeah. another playable character. I think you could pick between Zelda and Impa and Hestu between that, yeah. that time because the four all the champions were unplayable. They're the trapped. Yeah, and then it opens up two other playable slots. I'm like, okay, so Mifa and Daruk will save them, do another mission, and then yeah. that'll be it. And no, that's not what happened because the champions are they're weakened from their battle with the blights. So, so in the case you save Sidon first and then go up to save Daruk because you need the water to. To give you a path to get the rid of the you, lava, yeah. Path. And yeah, you get to play a Sidon who is insane. I, I actually like all four of the descendants the movesets. Descendants. Yeah, I, no, they're the only, all really good. The only moveset I openly hate is figures, Rivali's. Rivali, not yeah. fun at all. Like, Te- Tebas is. Tebas I don't know why they didn't great. make Tebas yeah. Rivali's. Like Tebas is awesome. But oh my god, dude, that that was insane. so. Remember when Nintendo said there were only eight characters? Yeah, yeah, there's twelve. They like there's it. there's so many more characters. Oh yeah, no, there is more. Shit, uh, never mind. I just unlocked another one. Yeah, uh, there are also secret characters that you can unlock. There are well. secret characters. That Get you to it in a little bit, but yeah, the champions' descendants come into there, the fray. They come a hundred years. They they guess they they travel back in time from the past a hundred years, or from the future. Yeah, from yeah. the future. They travel back in time. Yep. Yeah, they, they come from the future, they stay the champions, and they stay with you. Like they stick around yeah. and they're like, okay, well, let's do this shit. Yeah, so you ha- so you have the divine beast on your side. Uh the go- there is so many enemies. Unbelievable amount Oh yeah, of you can you can play as the divine beast. There are specific divine beast missions that you can go on and oh my god. Yeah. There are just so many enemies to destroy. Some of those are kind of difficult for me. The Divine Beasts? Yeah, some of them can be a little tricky, especially the side missions, which are deliberately meant to be yeah. challenges. Uh, seeing as how I finished the game, my Link is level 84, and I'm still... Like, some of these missions are still fucking killing me. But uh, anyway, I, I like that. I like the challenge. The diff- yeah, I, I think the difficulty is pretty good. Uh, you know, it's all... It's to a point where it's challenging but not super frustrating mm-hmm. which you know i i like that sort of thing uh especially in games like this that are uh very much replayable with a lot of different characters but yeah i think that brings us to where you are now in the story i so after you save the champions you go to a citadel which oh, you save that's robbie right. you yeah, we have to robbie. see we have to stop the account as soon as i and then like i said once those guys came into the picture the story completely changed because yeah. the Akala Citadel does not fall. You prevent it from falling to the Guardians. First, Akala Citadel, that map is insane. I love everything about it. I know. It's so huge. It's No, it's huge. Like You have to give orders to complete the objective. Yeah. Like, you have to. This you game, have to spread out your characters. I will, I will say this game does a really good job of making you feel smart and mm-hmm. making you feel like a, a master of the mechanics when you start you know, getting into the groove. Uh, so, you know, you're switching between characters, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you see some people advancing on uh, someone's position and you have to send someone over there and then you just completely com- destroy them with one big combo without even getting hit. Yep. Great feeling. This game really makes you just feel like a powerhouse, but also a strategist. But anyway, Akala Citadel is just one of the maps that very expertly uh, shows that off. But yeah, yeah, we save Robbie and we stop the siege of Akala. 
Yeah, so you saved the Citadel, so that's big. That's that's big. That's a huge plot point. That's just now, you know, we're we're in we're in the end game now. We're in the we're in a different we're in a different timeline. There's then the chapter about. after that, you go to where I think Link dies in Breath of the Wild for Hateno. Yeah, for Hateno, because you there's a bunch of uh, the king's forces. Yeah, uh, that are still holding out on the Guardian Siege. Mm. Uh, the one thing that has not changed that Calamity Ganon uh, is fucking shit up real bad. Well, he's ha- he has help. He is that he's the mage. The mysterious mage is oh, not. Oh yeah, the yeah. I mean, he, he's a new character. He is a new character. His name is Aster, and you he shows up a few times, but he doesn't really. There's not a lot about them that's explained. He's working with the Yiga. Not really. He's working. He's working with them. We say well, working very mildly because he actually resurrects the blights after you yeah. kill them. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he seems to control the blights. He seems to be the master of the of the blight ganons. Yeah, possibly the creator in this universe, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, he sacrifices a bunch of Yiga clan members, and I would assume uh, Koga's right right hand man Suga. Suga. I would assume yeah. he gets sacrificed too, because they they have these things called hollows, and hollows are project or evil projections of the champions. Yeah, they're like evil malice versions yeah. of the champions that Aster can summon forth. Yeah, so you have to fight against them in some missions, and he he summons a hollow link, which we hadn't seen up to that point against Suga, and I'm assuming that it does best him, and that his soul gets used to resurrect the Blights, which, very inconvenient. Yeah, very inconvenient for the good old banana head himself, Master Koga, and, losing and his right hand man. And then he sends the Blights to Fort Hatino, where he you does. are, I think you, so before that, I just did it, you take Naboris with Urbosa and Riju. And Riju. So, there is, so there is two champions for Divine Beast. There was yeah, something like, there. As soon as you texted me that, I was like, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. That, that was foreshadowing. There is, there is foreshadowing there. Also, the another for- another weird thing, they can pilot the the Divine Beast by themselves. Like There are missions where it's just yeah. Sidon piloting Ruta. Ruta. Yeah. So that's an interesting bit of lore that you don't need to be these specific four to pilot them maybe that's a maybe that's a foreshadow to breath of the wild too maybe but this you you're right to bring this up because the divine beasts are all gathered oh my Uh, god it's awesome it's so cool even at a kala citadel you have uh varuta in the background Mm -hmm. mowing down guardians for you and providing support Mm -hmm. uh, which is super cool but yes the divine beasts gather at high rule field before fort hateno you need uh, to clear a path, essentially. Same you thing need to clear like a path for Hateno so that Link and Zelda can get to the stranded forces. For Hateno is a big map too. Huge. A lot of a lot of moving pieces to that battle as well. But you finished that battle, right? Yeah, I, I brought so you have to bring Link and Zelda and you get to bring one more that isn't Urbosa or Riju because they're busy piloting the beast. I took Teba with me. Oh yeah, no. Teba has been my fourth for a while too. Um when does the thing with Zelda and Link happen? Does that happen after this battle, or is that before the? I, I I saw it. I saw it. It happens, and it happens within the battle. You oh I think during the battle? you you push to I think oh to purest position right? Yeah, you you push towards purest position, which I think's the exit, if I'm correct, of Fort uh, or I the th- entrance. I don't know. I think it. I don't know. I, I think, think it might I think be... that's like the final line of defense where Pira is because yeah, she yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. can't defend herself. So. You get to the final line of defense. Um, that evil asshole Astor is there. Astor comes. Um, out. He sends all four blights at Link. Credit to Link. Also, Takes them on. Yeah, holy shit! That cutscene. Link is honestly holding them all at bay for a little while, bit while Impa is getting Princess Zelda out of there because Link remembers like he's a duty's protector. 
And he's seemingly going to sacrifice himself to save Zelda. Um, but no, then, Zelda yeah. loves Link in this timeline too. And yeah. same way her powers awaken in Breath of the Wild, they awaken here. Uh, you then get you then are put back in the battle against the Blights, who are crippled and don't even attack you. Yeah, the first two don't anyway. And then you have Zelda with a yeah. bow of light. You've you've goddess herself, Zelda. It's. Uh. I that scene, it's pretty much a very close rec- recreation of what just happened at the castle with King Rome's death, mm-hmm. uh, with someone pulling Zelda away as she's like helplessly looking on. But she's like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm gonna do something now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna harness the power of God, and then yeah. she just which Link already has in this game because if you play as Link, he is literally yeah. God. Link might as well be the god of this realm like he's just so powerful insanely but, powerful yeah zelda's powers are awakened and now she is the commander of the oh yeah and you chase off the blights and aster goes away uh you fight some more guardians and then i think uh, yeah there's yeah, a zelda... mouse guardian there's some lions you need to defeat and then it ends once you beat the mouse guardian yeah and then take, again all these missions take like 20 minutes yeah all these, these missions take a while like this is a pretty long game Especially if you're doing the side missions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then that, did you watch the cutscene directly after that? Mm-hmm. The Banana Man. The Banana Man. Master joined Koga. Jo- not just Koga, the entire Yiga clan joins you. Because they're like, fuck that Astor guy. We need to yeah, take him down. Fuck that shit. We got betrayed by him and thus by Calamity Gan and the person they worshipped. Yeah. So they were like, you know what? Please forgive us for coming back. Have you played as Koga yet? I have not. That's where I stopped. I, I, I'm on Chapter 7. I think the Great Plateau is where I'm going next. Ooh, the Great Plateau. That's a good one. Back to the tutorial, Breath of the Wild. Can, you see the, Shrine of, can you see the Shrine of Resurrection in that, or no? Oh, you'll see. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Anyway, I'm not, we're not going to spoil the... I'm not going to spoil the ending no. here. For, not only for your guys' sake, so you have something to look forward to, but also for my dear co-host's sake, who has yeah. yet to finish the game. In two weeks, we'll we'll do a full review, which we'll get to why that's in two weeks later. But yeah, so I guess we'll talk about like favorite like favorite parts of the story and whatnot. So, did you think the champions were gonna die in chapter five? Did you think Absolutely they were all gonna die? Absolutely, I did. Yeah, I thought they were gonna be killed by the. By those guys, because I'm pretty sure I thought I saw a screenshot of like Mifa in her spirit form uh, from this game. So I was like, all right, they got they got to die. Even but, even with the help of the descendants, they're still getting their asses beat. They don't really turn the tide until Link comes in and helps them. I mean, honestly, I was like, you know what? I think they could hold them off. But yeah, then Link comes in and and helps them out. So I, I was like, OK, and they're obviously not going to die now. But, you know, you know what's funny? I give Rivali all this shit, but he's actually kind of slowly growing on me. He's still an arrogant asshole, but oh yeah, I don't know. Him and Teba have a, have good back and forth. Like when when he's when he's like all yours, Master Rivali's, and he's like some pave fire those bows. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. I like all the scenes he's in when he's fighting. Yeah, no, Rivali, Rivali's a like even more of an asshole in this game yeah. than he is in Breath of the Wild. He's, he's an asshole. Like he is even just when, even he's when just Link, mean. <laughs> even when Link saves his ass, he's like, "We didn't need you." <laughs> but it was better that you were here, I guess. Yeah. So 
But even then, he does allude to Link. He's like, I think the wind's finally at our backs when you see Link show up. And you show up in yeah. first person, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah, because I guess the game's like, oh, I don't know if you're playing as Link or Impa or whatever. Yeah. So. That'd be hilarious. Like, me for the, the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. Why did they send uh, Link? <laughs> why did they send the sword that concealed the darkness over here? The, the, the sword lighting up, too, when you fight against the malice is awesome, too. I awesome, think was- yeah. Great detail, absolutely. Great detail, yeah. So, but, so, what's your starting for? My starting for, well, Link, obviously. Okay. Yeah, same here. Uh, uh, my second is Urbosa. Uh, Link and Urbosa are my main two. Uh, I I think Impa is my third okay. because I I like I've. I've kind of fully grasped her play style now, I feel. So it's Those, a lot. When she gets the clones, she's un- unstoppable. Super good. Yeah. It's just in these chaotic battles, sometimes it's hard to get your symbols mm-hmm. up. But uh, yeah, she's my third. And then for my fourth, uh, probably. Actually, it's, pro- it's either Zelda or Teba. I think Zelda is more versatile and that she can do, you know, both long range and single target relatively easily so can so can she use can she still use the seek seek or no uh she can yeah you can switch okay. between the two okay but uh personally i prefer bow of light yeah uh, because no, i like no. the, i like the mechanics and the combos more yeah i was still going getting around with her on the uh Sheikah Slate, but bow of light just takes it to a new mm-hmm. level yeah it does. and then teba he just has a lot of really good like crowd control moves and yeah, a lot of good crowd control moves. really spammable like arrows his when his his press X repeatedly, I'm like, okay, yeah, now I know why I'm bad at shooting. Is my trigger finger's horrible, but <laughs> yeah, it's just it, he he doesn't excel at breaking shields too well. No, he because doesn't. in order to get to that press X repeatedly move, you have to do a really long like first hit. Yeah, and then by the time that's done, usually the shield goes away. Mm-hmm. But even still, he he's probably a lot of fun. He's probably the easiest to use out of the. Uh, the four descendants yeah maybe besides I, sidon i like sidon a lot well i the only the only thing with sidon is you have to you have to like hit you there's certain charge up moves you have to do same with um riju and i think Unobo has one too i think Seb teba does have a charge up move but it's pretty straightforward you just hold yeah. it down and shoot off i don't even like use that move i don't either like, it's, it's not that good it's not but yeah everyone in this game has what i call the gimmick button mm-hmm. so when you press the right trigger they each have just some kind of gimmick or uh, gameplay affecting thing that is tied to that. So Link has his bow and arrow. Uh, Zelda, what's the Sheikah Slate Zelda one? Oh, she, that activates the runes when yeah. you throw them out. Yeah. Uh, Teba Impa, has his charge up. Impa's the Impa's, symbols, Daruk's the magma, Rivali's Rivali's gale. Mifa yeah. is she travels to wherever you can you can like deploy a geyser and then travel to it wherever it is on the map that's pretty helpful. Uh, Riju and Patricia her sand seal yeah. uh, is just a charge up attack. Yonobo I think he eats he a rock roast and gets like an advanced Daruk's protection. Yeah, he gets a he gets one of three different types of shields, and if you do a certain charge attack that matches the shield, it'll make it a super powerful attack. And then who are we missing? Um, Sidon gets the the giant shark like comes in and helps him out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, the uh, when you use Sidon, when you use certain strong attacks, yeah. if you press, I just spam. R, yeah, so do I. So do I. You can't because you can't miss it. Because you can't miss it. But yeah, he'll he'll enhance his strong attacks. So yeah, everyone has a bit of a a gimmick in that on that button. But those are my main. Those are my main four: Link, 
uh, Urbosa, Impa, and I'll just say Zelda. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pretty pretty standard for, honestly. You got them pretty early yeah, on. You do. Because it's kind of... Also gives you a chance to get familiar with them. Yeah, it's also kind of hard to use the characters you you get later on, no matter how much I want to. Because <laughs> yeah. you have to spend a lot of time to get them up, and I kind of wanted to complete the game for this episode. Yeah. So... I, I didn't do too much of that unless there were some specific battles where I needed to, because those are the only characters I could use. Uh, oh, what sorry, about you? Oh, so um, I'm Link too. I and not even not even because I love Link, but because you kind of have to, because he is like you have to use him in the majority of the battles. Yeah, yeah. Link Mifa is my second. Actually, I'm a big fan of her playset. I do like Mifa a lot, but I don't know Urbos. I kind of beat her out. Yeah, Urbos is my third, so three standard characters, and Teva's my fourth. It was Impa, but yeah. Teva's my fourth. Uh, I t- I have to do Zelda's training, which is the bow, which is the bow of light thing. So yep. maybe I'll get more familiar through there. But yeah, that's my four right now. But so I will ask you this: Yeah, how much replayability value does this game have? Like, do you have any motivation to go back and do certain stuff now that you finish the story? Uh, besides going around and fully upgrading all the characters and getting all of the tabs on the map. I don't think there's really a merit to going back and doing everything again. One, because the game is long. And two, because you're not going to get too much of a new experience unless you want to grind and do different characters. And besides, you can just do that in the post-game anyway. You can just go back to the missions. Uh, and three, there's there's actually a lot more stuff that has been added after the end of the game. Like when you... Nice. Like a, just a... A shit ton of markers went up on my map oh, after I beat that final mission. And I was, I was like, oh, god damn it! It's never ending, <laughs> which is good. I, you know, that's a good thing because you need content for a video game, obviously. Yeah, so, no, definitely. Replayability. I, I, I'll say, there's definitely merit to continuing to play the game after you have completed the main story. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know. I always see these kinds of games, these types of games, as a bit of a, a stress relief game, just because, you know, how satisfying is it to go into a battle? You should, yeah, you should hit buttons and kill everything. Send, yeah. you know, you can hit buttons, but you can also, you know, there's a bit more strategical element yeah. if you want that. And the characters and movesets are so well designed; it's almost like addicting to play as them and to, you know, go into all these missions and just see what you can do with them. So, I think that there is merit to going back to it. As far as replaying the game goes, uh, I would not advise it because it's just, just a long. lot. It's just yeah. a long process. It's a good, it's a good process, but damn, it's long. And I think you can, you can achieve the same effect just by uh, doing it after the main story. So. All right, nice. So what's, what's been your favorite battle so far? I think my favorite battle is definitely the, uh, um what was it thunder and and wind where you go and save or yeah and i think it's i think it's it's your thunder and air lightning and air something like that yeah something like that where you know it's naboris and chapter five yeah Uh, not only i mean obviously there's already a bit of nostalgic value just because that is the first time i was i saw the descendants come into the fray Mm -hmm. but also it's a really cool battle you're kind of going up this winding mountain and yeah, you're, you know you're fighting lionels and shit and obviously you have to go and you board naboris and then you fly up and board uh 
meadow later. It's just a really cool scene, and I like it a lot. I think my second favorite would be, uh, like, the my, if I had to choose a runner-up, would be Akala Citadel, just because... The, which that, one? Uh, the first one, right at right oh. after you save the champions. Okay. Uh, oh, there's, or, sorry, two, there's two. Sorry, there's yeah, two. sorry yeah. That, I meant the second one, right after you do the champions. Yeah. Uh, just because I'd already known the map at that point, so it was cool to like go back. That's a good point. Yeah, where thing where things have changed a little bit, but you kind of know the layout now, so you know where mm-hmm. you can send your troops if you know you're predicting that something's going to spawn here, or you know that in the past this area has been attacked by monsters. Yeah. So I, I like that one as well. Uh, what about you? Um, definitely chapter six and the call of Citadel is awesome. Uh, all the war battles are really good. I guess cause we, you can call it, there's, there's different phases. Yeah. So I don't know. For some reason, I liked, I liked the chapter three, the road home besieged. Like when you get ambushed on the way back to Hyrule castle, which is yeah. the first time we've completely forgot about this, which is the first time you hear a lullaby and you find out the egg guardian's actually been with Zelda the whole time. Oh yeah. So, Oh my God. The egg guardian played Zelda's lullaby and that caught me completely by surprise. And I was like, oh my god. And then the flashback happened and you see a like a small little baby Zelda hand yeah. reaching up to the Guardian. And I, I, that just blew my mind mm-hmm. that you know this Guardian is actually more integrated into this story than I originally thought. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that one's good too. I like that what a was, lot. But, and I like the music to that one too. That one's good. And then what's the one where... You, f- I think, is it the first time you fight Suga, like in the ca- in the castle town ruins? Yeah, like it's in the uh, castle town. It's the town right outside the Great Plateau. Yeah. Okay, I like yeah. that. That's actually the one I was going to bring up. I really like that fight, just because one, it's a new locale that we haven't really seen before. Uh, Big it's map. A dense, as yeah. I was about to say, it's a dense uh, sort of you know town, and you fight the Giga Clan through the streets and as well. And Suga's voice actor is really good. He's good too. Suga is always a challenging boss for me as well. Always, yeah. So I, I liked the the challenge of facing him. At I don't the know end. about you, but I'm I, I'm starting to pick up the flurry rush thing. Like I I think I've got yeah, that dude. on cue. The flurry rush is a amazing. It was amazingly implemented into this game. Mm-hmm. It's so satisfying to pull off, and you kind of are incentivized to go for it as yeah, much as you can you because it's super helpful to break it shields. the shields immediately. Yeah. Yeah, so Flurry Rush, again, another way that this game makes you feel like a badass uh, is the Flurry Rush mechanic, because whenever you pull it off, you're like, yeah, yeah. that was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it was, it definitely is. And I guess I think, I guess one more thing I'll add to, I guess, just the story side of it is that, I don't know, I was reading a, I was reading an interview where they they talked with the producer of the, the Zelda, uh, I forget his name, but... Who's okay. like the producer of Zelda? But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think EJ like AJ Onuma. Yeah, Onuma. That, that's yeah. exactly what it is. They were talking to him. He's like, he, he he said that they expanded on the memories in Breath of the Wild, which I think I disagree with because yeah, there's like absolutely zero all. reference to any of the memories in Breath of the Wild. Which again, prequel, maybe not supposed to be the case, but there is there's not as much kinda... there's not as much relationship building between certain characters that you see in breath of the wild like for instance why we say you have to play breath of the wild before you play this because you would never have known like you'd be like oh wow mifa has a thing for link like no she's always had a thing for link or 
it is like, it is yeah it is shown but zelda never really hates link in this game never. yeah you wouldn't you would never know that zelda and link had like a friction between them like we see in the memories in breath of the wild you would never know that if you played this game and not breath of the wild they they never show that throughout like they you obviously zelda being like wow like he's getting so much stronger and i'm still here without any of my powers but there's never really like an animosity that no, it's just not there because at the end of the day link's always saving her for whatever reason and yeah i guess she's just like oh this i mean like i guess i'll tolerate him even yeah, then like know. in some of this game they try to give link personality which i appreciate they because did, you yes. do you do see him have and why i mentioned that battle in the with suga and the yiga clan the town it's because the very end they kind of give link a personality in the because so suga you defeat him they do into a cutscene he like teleports away and he teleports back and tries to throw like three um kunai's Two knives at Zelda. The Egg Guardian gets up to deflect it, and then Link comes out of nowhere and deflects it and knocks the Egg Guardian back. And then the Egg Guardian like, gets Suga's mad. like, "Let's get out of here!" Then Egg Guardian's like, "What the fuck, dude? I had that!" And he like starts to he like starts pointing at Link. Everyone starts laughing at Link, and Link's like, "God damn it!" But yeah, he's very concerned. But yeah, it's weird. They said they literally said we wanted to tell the story of what happened a hundred years before Breath of the Wild. This it's a different story. That, this isn't that story. It's pro- it might be similar to yeah. the events that happened until that point in Chapter 5, where it's everything diff- changes. It's completely different. And then it's a different story. So you never, yeah, you, the only It seems play- like they really did a lot to mislead and s- keep us from knowing, which definitely had a payoff, because yeah. we were definitely surprised... And in the end, I still am going to. I still enjoy the game for what it did. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with it not being canon now. Yeah, uh, I know we had talked about in previous games, like, oh, I don't know how I'll feel if it's not or is. But now that I've played through the entirety of the game, I'm totally cool with it. But still, yeah. spin off. Just yeah, it, it was just it's just strange. It's just strange looking back now on how the game was marketed and presented, how the the final story ended up. So. Yeah, it, it definitely may seem like it doesn't have stronger ties to Breath of the Wild. It does have it does have ties, but it does. As far as like the but in the end, they don't that, really mean anything. Yeah, no. as far as the details that the little that the player would notice, again, irrelevant because it has nothing to do with what actually happens. Like in, in the real timeline, the champions get their asses whooped, and every and Link gets resurrected hundred years later. We all know that story. So, yeah. no. but we'll wrap. We'll, what yeah, do, we've got. No, I was just gonna say. Uh, I'll just let you know there's still room for for theories yeah. even at the game's conclusion. So you did say I will that. I was gonna say I will leave you with that. Uh, I do not think that I don't know. I've heard I haven't actually looked at any reviews personally, but my I brother I my, my brother has kind of told me that he's heard like on the grapevine of Twitter that a lot of people are not happy with this game. And at that point, I had not yet reached chapter five, so. Now I can kind of understand why some people may have a problem with it. But yeah. personally, for me, this game, honestly, is way better than I even expected it to uh, to be in the first place. Yeah, And I expected it to be good anyway, and it, it just kind of blew my expectations out of the water in different ways than I, was, than I would have thought they would be. But uh, personally, I still really like the game. So, Is this your uh, favorite game of the year? It's one of the only new games I've played this year. Uh, what else came out this year that we played? Paper Mario. You played Spirit Fair, um, Animal oh, Crossing. I should never finish Spirit Fair, but it's very good. Um, oh yeah, that's true. I guess I guess there were a lot of games that came out this year. 
Yeah, there's some uh, good ones. I can't really say now because it's still like I like just finished the game today. Yeah, yeah, give so it some time. Still got that new game feeling mm-hmm. uh, where you can't really give it a proper unbiased review. Yeah. Uh, and especially because this is definitely a game that will probably not have a super long like longevity like i'm not going to come back to it as often i think like or at once least you, I, like once you put it down it's down yeah i feel like it might be a game like that but i still have a lot that i want to do with the game so i'm hoping that doesn't come for a while yeah but it's impossible to say right now but uh and that thing is not going back and getting every chest and every korok <laughs> yeah i don't even know how many koroks there are in this game but no, there's a lot there's, but, uh, like, there's like six in the first battle alone. That I, I think I'd hit. still go with maybe Animal Crossing for, for favorite game of the year. But uh, yeah, that is... I believe that's everything that I... That we that's are everything willing I to, have. That yeah. we are willing to say, or that I am willing to say, and that you have to say yeah, on the uh, spoiler part of Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. So yeah, we will move swiftly now for the skip to head. Welcome back. Oh yeah, so, welcome back to all of you who uh, who skipped the spoilers. Uh, hopefully you didn't just drop the episode. Uh, and if you didn't, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Yes, so on to some other gaming news. That's not Age of Calamity, which is new for this podcast in, like, yes. in the last weeks. I know. Animal I know. Crossing New Horizons got a Game of the Year nominee. Very well deserved. Um, yes. Probably not going to win, but very well deserved. Got nominated alongside Doom Eternal, I believe, which is very cool since they released on the same day. I was say that the games that released together are now gonna gonna end it together. So they are. Um, quickly, uh, what do you think the game of the year is gonna be? Uh, let's see. We got Hades. We got Doom Eternal. We got Animal Crossing. Uh, Animal Crossing. Ghost of Tsushima. Final Ghost Seven. Tsushima, Final Fantasy Final Seven Remake. Seven. Last of Us Two. I think Last I know, of Us I, Two has a I, chance, I but I think Final Fantasy is going to take it personally. I. I actually think Last of Us 2 is the favorite just because of it's The Last of Us. and It's the sequel to one of the I best know, games it, ever. It's The and Last of Us. I, I don't know. People really like Ghost of Tsushima. I think that has a chance. I mean, Sekiro won last year's, yeah, right? Yeah, it did. So I feel like Ghost of Tsushima is in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in that you know it's the same game or anything. But I th- feel like just in the role that it's filling within mm-hmm. the current... Uh, game pool uh it's just a it's kind of a newer game kind of souls-esque i think uh and i mean very similar styles i don't know if they want to i don't know i feel like it has a chance but just going up against final fantasy and the last of us is tough i really don't think that i think the bar has been raised a little bit this year to be honest it has it's it's gonna be a tough for Animal Crossing to take it there, which is again, I think the mo- I think it's the game that sold the highest this year. So yeah, I mean it's number one in Japan still. So yeah, by a law, by a law, wide margin. But, but uh, staying with yeah. Animal Crossing, it got an update. So got a ho- got a holiday update. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the first beginning November nineteenth. So by the time you're listening to this, it has been five days since it got yeah. updated. Mm-hmm. But uh, Turkey Day update. On Turkey Day, which will take place this year on November 26th, Thanksgiving, 
First class chef Franklin will arrive and host a gathering in the plaza. You can help Franklin collect ingredients to go in dishes. That will be on display in the plaza. You can even receive a gift from Frank as a thank you for helping him cook. And then that's going to be a short-lived update because right after that is the Christmas update. It's the Christmas update. Toy Day. It's the time of year where island residents rejoice. This is straight from Nintendo.com, by the way. The month, of, the month of Toy Day is nearly at hand. You might notice your island plaza gradually becoming more festive with holiday-themed decorations over the coming weeks. Keep an eye out for decorated trees, too. Shaking these may drop ornaments, which will allow you to craft holiday furniture and recipes. From December 1st to the 25th, you'll be able to purchase toys from Nook's Cranny and find holiday-themed clothing at the Able Scissors Shop. When it's officially Toy Day on December 24th, Christmas Eve, Jingle will pay a special visit to your island and spread holiday cheer. If you help them deliver presents, you'll also receive a gift. So along that, you got different reactions and hairstyles, more home storage upgrades, um, visit random islands and dreams, which is something new. Yeah, right. And there's an Animal Crossing Pocket collaboration. You get island and resident data transfers and seasonal items to celebrate New Year's Eve, which will take place between... December 26th and December 31st. So that is everything on the Animal Crossing New Horizons update. Just going to keep getting content for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's a game that, you know, being a life simulator, essentially, uh, there's a lot of just holiday-themed and seasonal sort of limited-time events that can be done. So, uh, I don't know. I don't really have too much. This is definitely a bigger update uh, that would incentivize a return to the game if you put it down for a while. But well, personally for me, I, personally for me, I think I'm gonna. I think my Animal Crossing fix has been has been satisfied, honestly. For now, I, anyway, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I got. I think Animal Crossing incentivizes a lot of like rearranging your island and changing it around uh, very frequently in order to, you know, fit the season, fit the event, whatever. I guess that's just not really me. Like, I got my island to the way I want it. I got the residents that I like, and I was able to get all the major upgrades and complete the game. And then I, there's really nothing else for me to do really. So, or at least not nothing that really interests me. I could complete the museum. I could, uh, do some other things, but personally, I, I got to a level of progression that I'm happy with. And I put a lot of time in the game, so I got my bucks worth. So, you know, I, I still have it around. I still pop in time to time, but, as far as returning to the game in full, uh, I'm not sure if this event will do it for me personally, but I definitely think it will for a lot of other people. I'm trying to think, like, the next big update will probably be Valentine's Day after this, and then we're back to when it got released. That's been a year. So yeah, uh, I, mean, I think after that, it's going to be recycled as far as... Uh, yeah, I'm not... I don't know when they're going to stop supporting the game, if ever. they. I feel like now that they have, like, a full year's worth, they could just make minor edits to some of the events that exist as they are and they'll yeah. just cycle through it for the year but i mean honestly who knows i don't know game dev- we've we've stated multiple times on this podcast that we don't know what goes to game developers minds so no but Any, i mean if there's, any, if there's any game that will be get the, we'll get the motivation to keep being updated it's this one because of how well it's been doing yeah i mean it's with the way it's been selling there's no way that they wouldn't continue to support it for a while yeah, there's who knows, who knows, Tyler. I mean, Animal Crossing is like we said, it's a cultural phenomenon. So, I mean, it, it could be one of those things where it just gets updates for multiple years because I don't think we're gonna have another Animal Crossing update for quite a while. You mean another or a, new, a new game, game. another game, game. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. I 
kind of like with uh, Smash Bros. And actually, ironically, a lot of other games that we've talked about on yeah. here. I'm not really sure where they can go next with it. Yeah, Smash it's literally ultimate. There's literally every character in the game, so I don't know where you go for there. Uh, Animal Crossing, this is literally... This is like the ultimate Animal Crossing. The ultimate has, Animal Crossing. Well, not the, there's still a lot of things that's missing from previous games that they could they could just pull from previous games if they wanted to, and the fans would probably eat it up. I know I would. But even still, like after this game, I, I don't know where they would go. I don't know if they would kind of go back to their roots and do something along the similar vein or try and think of something another like wholly new i don't know well i don't know if you saw there's been we'll talk about this another episode but there has been pictures of nintendo switches line for 2021 and it looks insane so i have, I have not seen that no. so we'll leave off there with the animal crossing and i'll close with this which is something that uh, came across my desk uh very <laughs> recent your desk. Well, from, your sec- desk very- from your secretary yes from my secretary um mm-hmm. pokejungle.net let out a rumor saying that there is going to be diamond and pearl remakes in 2021 what a shocker so there a rumor for diamond and pearl remakes what? i know right no it's, it's crazy and it's from <laughs> it's from a i kelios is his name kelios fr the webmaster of pokey kalos i didn't even know that was a thing I shared information regarding Nintendo Directs throughout 2020 and has now made a prediction about next year. Pokemon fans will get a remake during November 2021, so a full year from now, which is a long time. But again, it will have been two years since Sword and Shield has come out. So mainline game, probably probably around that time. I hope they make Cynthia literally on the level of red in these remakes. Have he, he said that. He did say that um, it's going to be a different type of remake, and that's all he put into it and i'm not sure what you can do that's different with pokemon i mean maybe upgrade the graphics and engine and make the game enjoyable i mean learn from, learn from sword and shield please i don't think there i don't think there's a standard for remakes no really i don't think so either but i i mean i guess i guess we'll wait and see for this inevitable remake that's apparently always coming but never here oh well, when's pokemon snap coming out I don't think there's a release date, but it's, 20, it's next a, year, right? It's next year, yeah. Pokemon Snap. That's what Google's here for. Pokemon Snap. Uh, not the 1999 one. Uh, it's called It's called New Pokemon Snap, I think. This new one. Like, it's literally just called New Pokemon Snap. Yeah, I think it is, too. It's just it's just a 2021. So uh, Yeah, I figured there wasn't any actual release date. Yeah, no. I'm sure Bandai um, Namco's doing their work though. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. That 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 trailer looked phenomenal, and I don't know if Pokemon Snap's more my thing, but I am happy that after 20 long years that they are getting a a remat a remake of it, or at least a new version of it. Yeah, I've never uh, I never played the original, but I've no, seen... it was out before we were born. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen playthroughs of it. And it actually looks pretty cool. Like I, I kind of like the the concept, so I'm definitely gonna yeah. pick this up when it comes out. But is that everything we got? Do you have anything else on the on the chopping block? All I have left is that next week we are doing an, we're doing a collaboration with the Outcast Boys. We are doing our all time Pokemon battles. So here's what's gonna here's a here's what the format's gonna be. We're gonna be doing there's six of us, so I'm assuming we'll just shake we'll do a double elimination tournament per usual. And we'll pick. We each get. We each get a team of six. I have a Pokemon simulator ready to run it through. 
We each pick a starter and a legendary, and then it's just we go from there. There's no Mega Evolution or anything. The simulator can't run that. How but, far does this simulation, or how far does the simulator go up to? Like Gen five, six, seven. I think eight? six. I think it goes up to six. six. Okay, so, so nothing past. Nothing past uh, Alola. Alola region, or nothing yeah, so, past Kalos, rather. So I yeah, I will say this: order does matter. So if you like say your team in order, like you put let's say like. I don't know, Luxury first. Luxury is going to be tossed out first, and he's going to b- battle whoever. So you need yeah, to yeah. – the, the order actually matters. So if any of the Outcast guys are listening, order matters. So yeah, say, so, so send me your team in the order you want them sent out. This is going to be an, a different – this is going to be an interesting episode. We're going to have to, like, provide live commentary to battles that our viewers can't see. Yeah, no. Oh. And and the Outcast, they they've doubled since we last collaborated with them, so it's it's been a while, but I was about to say we have we have a bigger uh <laughs> a bigger feel, a bigger threat. We do. So, that'll be so. next week's episode and the week after that, we will get back right to Nintendo news and probably give you a review of Age of Calamity. So, with that yeah. being said, that is going to be it for today's episode of the Switch It Up podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Let us know what you thought of the episode with the links in the description. Also, leave a rating and review. Much appreciated. Uh, Twitter at SwitchUpPod, Instagram at Switch It Up Switch It Up Podcast. Type in the search, you'll find our logo. Gmail's down below too. If you want to email any specific things, like I don't know, like mail questions, whatever, think of whatever you got, or you can just send it straight to our personal accounts on social media, which for me is at Colby underscore Moyer for both Twitter and Instagram. And for me, it's at TSamsel11 on Instagram and at TylerSamsel on Twitter. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for for sticking with us. Uh, hopefully, some of you guys who uh, skipped the spoiler section and came back are still with us. So mm-hmm. uh, we thank you for that. And yeah, next week is going to be an interesting episode. We'll be uh, doing this is our second collab with the, second yep with the co- with the Outcast Boys. So with with Riley uh, and Brock, anyways, our second collab. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to to have them back on the, it on the will, show definitely. again. So hope you guys are looking forward to it. Yep, so uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, uh, gamers, and we will see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, be safe, see you guys on the next one.